Hello, I'm Dwayne McCreary. I'm the team leader for the Adult Explore the Bible team, and I'm joined today by Tim Pollard. He's the team leader for Kids Explore the Bible here at Lifeway. Tim, thank you for being with me today. Hey, thanks for having me. Uh, here in session nine, we're beginning our study of Deuteronomy. We're going to look at Deuteronomy 4, 1 through 9. One thing to remember when we think about Deuteronomy is most scholars organize or see Deuteronomy as, as three major addresses by Moses. First of all, he, there's the first address or sermon in chapters 1 through 4. Then there's a second sermon in chapters 5 through 26. And then a third sermon in 27 through 30. And then at the end of the book is really Moses' final days, chapter 31 through 34. But this study we're looking at this week is in that first section of Moses' first address or sermon. Uh, in chapter 4, verses 1 through 5, we find Moses calling on the Israelites to live according to God's law in the promised land. Moses called on the Israelites to live according to God's law in the promised land. He reminded them of the rebellion at Baal Peor, challenged the people present to remain faithful to God. Moses explained that he taught God's law to the people with the anticipation that they would follow it. Verses 6 through 8, Moses directs the people to demonstrate God's character to other nations through their obedience to the law. He reminded them that their faithfulness to God could bring honor to God from other people groups. Once again, the idea there, the main key, key idea there is that God's people honor Him through His obedience to Him. Then in verse 9, which concludes the section that we're looking at, Moses warned the people to guard against forgetting God and His law once they were in the promised land. He challenged them to teach future generations God's law and truth. And we're supposed to keep that in mind. So we've got some things here to look at. We've got about teaching, the role of the family. Um, there's some warnings here as well. One of the warnings is about adding to God's Word. Tim, what are some ways that you see people adding to God's Word today? Yeah, I think there are several ways that we see people adding to God's Word. Um, a, a lot of times in churches today, I think we get a little overwhelmed or we start um, creating things that aren't really in God's Word. Uh, I know a lot of, in Israel's history, uh, you had the Pharisees and the Sadducees who added to God's Word to make it impossible for them to break a rule or a law. And I think a lot of times today we're doing a lot of those same things where we are um, taking Scripture and we're making it a whole lot more complicated than it really ought to be because um, God's Word is pretty straightforward in a lot of matters. And a lot of times we're, we're taking those things and, and we're making them a lot more complicated by um, adding things that really aren't in there. So just um, in a way, what you're saying is just let God's Word speak for itself. Speak for itself, exactly, because uh, that's what it's there for. Um, one of the things that we see here in verses 1 through 5 is Moses pointing back to the rebellion at Baal Peor. Uh, why is it so important for us to remember our past, both our, both our failures and our successes? Well, I think remembering our past is really important because we have failed in the past um, and we have had great successes sometimes in the past. And when we look at those failures in particular, um, those are there to help us to grow. Um, I think that's what Scripture really shows us. Um, Moses is talking to the people about their past failures um, so that they would remember 
uh, not just that they failed, but what happened as a consequence of those failures um, so that they don't repeat those failures as well. And then on the flip side with the successes that we've had, uh, what was it that made that event successful? Why was it successful? And how can we repeat that? Um, So thinking about things that have happened in our past should help us to um, grow uh, both in our faith and in our obedience to God. Uh, Is there a principle we need to emphasize that comes out of the phrase, eyes of the people in verse 6? Sure. I think that verse is really talking about um, the people in the land that they're going to inhabit. Um, You know, one of God's instructions was to get rid of all those people. (laughs) We know from reading Scripture that that did not happen. Um, So I think maybe this is just an instance where Moses is looking forward. Um, You know, Moses has probably been told by God that, you know, once they move into the land, they're not going to do what I said. Um, But... um, it's still important for them to live faithful lives in the eyes of the people who are living in the land. Um, we, we just talk about that as relational evangelism. Uh, you know, we're living our lives in honor of God, uh, and there's many, many examples in the Old Testament and the New Testament about people who live their lives like that. And that's what Moses is really doing. So he's saying to the people, when you do move into the land, just make sure that you live a life that honors God so that other people who are living in the land already can see your life and model their lives the same way. So it's giving them a reason to even ask, who is this God that you serve? Absolutely. Uh, That's one of the things that we like to share with kids, too, when we're talking to them about living their lives uh, when they're in school and uh, things like that. So they can be examples of, of Christ just by the way they react to situations, by the way they speak to people, um, and by the things that they say. You mentioned teaching children and future generation. Mm-hmm. I know we'll deal with that more in the next session in Deuteronomy 6. But here, let's think about this. How can we teach future generations God's truth? Absolutely. Uh, by having them in the Word, um, by getting in the Word, and by helping them with resources that will allow them to understand God's Word and to appreciate what God's Word is all about. One of my favorite uh, psalms is Psalm 78. Um, And the reason for that is that that's really what that psalm talks about. It takes the Hebrew Shema, which you'll study in a couple weeks, and it, it really expands on it. And it talks about the importance of why God's Word is there. Um, and the importance of teaching it to your children so that a future generation, children yet to be born, and, and that's the line that always gets me. I mean, it's, it's children who aren't even born yet. So the kids we're teaching will impact future generations that I'll never even know. So, um, the, so the goal really of, this, of, of Psalm 78 and the message there is that we teach in such a way so that we're not teaching the generation that's the next one, but we're teaching the next, next generation. Absolutely. And that's, that's pretty exciting. Are there some other things that you would, would want to emphasize out of Deuteronomy 4, uh, 1 through 9? We've talked about honoring God. We've talked about the role of family and children. What are some other things that you may want us, want us to just think about here? Well, I think the biggest thing that's in there, and we did talk about this, but it's just being an example of 
of a Christian life. Um, as we walk throughout our days, we need to be that example uh, for Christ um, so other people can see our witness through the way we speak, the way we act, the way we carry ourselves, what we post on Facebook. You know, <laughs> We don't even all, think about social media. All do of those things. <laughs> all of those things are important and um, well, and you think about this. This, this is a we're moving into an election year. Exactly. You think about how 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 the way we address other people during election time uh, represents or misrepresents Christ, uh, even in that small way. Exactly. Uh, we can we can disagree with someone without treating them like uh, they have no value. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, there are some people who I know who 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 do disagree and they dis disagree with with respect towards others, they have a whole lot more hearing than those who are just offensive. Absolutely. And I think you see that here of how you influence people in this in this particular passage. One thing I would share, as I mentioned, uh, Tim works on the kids explore the Bible. Um, another a place you can go to find out more information about all of the Explore the Bible family is you go to lifeway.com forward slash Explore the Bible, you're going to find out about Explore the Bible Kids, Explore the Bible Student, Explore the Bible Adults, and all the resources that are part of the Explore the Bible family. Thank you for joining us today. We look forward to you being with, again with us next week as we continue our study of Deuteronomy.